She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. I'm Lisa Davis, along with Andrea Donsky, and I don't know what's better than a nice cup of tea. My goodness, especially after a nice long walk in the woods and or whatever you're doing, just get some tea. And of course, you want to get Bigelow tea. And I have to say, we've got Cindy Bigelow from Bigelow Tea. And last time I spoke with Cindy, I hadn't tried the salted caramel tea. Now I have. Holy cow, (gasps) it's delicious. Oh, my God. Is it not amazing? (laughs) It's absolutely fantastic. such a great product. I always love to say that, you know, anyone can put a name on a product and call it salted caramel or pumpkin spice, but we mm. love to deliver on that full flavor. And it's so cold out right now. It's perfect for tea. Yes. And it's hot tea month. It- yeah, I was about to say, so you're here with us celebrating Hot Tea Month. And for people who, everyone's heard of Bigelow, of course. And we last time we spoke, we talked about constant comment. I mean, that's something that I grew up with, you know, having it on the counter and all that good stuff in my house. And my mom using her tea bag way too many times, which you found actually sort of sweet. So <laughs> I funny. love those kind but of say, stories. <laughs> but I said, you know, a new it, one. It, it, <laughs> yeah, listen, can I tell you, I love any stories that include yeah. Tea because, you know, for me, uh, as you guys know, a lot of people don't. Bigelow Tea is a family company. A lot of people think we're either a British company, we're a public company, we're a huge conglomerate, and they have no idea that we are a relatively small family company to this day, 70 years later. Amazing. And the fact that you run it, Cindy, you, you are amazing. And I love the fact you're a woman, an entrepreneur, family-run business. I mean, we couldn't say enough good things about Bigelow. And just what you, got, what you were saying before about the taste, I mean, my kids, Cindy, my kids are obsessed. And I'm going to say this lightly because it's not, it's unbelievable how obsessed they are with the pumpkin spice. Like, would they have to have it daily? (laughs) Well, you know, it's nice, too. It's a wonderful way. People are really looking for a lot more flavor, and that's what Bigelow has always done. We put so Mm -hmm. much into that cup of tea. And so what they're getting exposed to is really a fun and delicious, flavorful cup of pumpkin tea. Now, let me ask you a question. Do they put milk and sugar in it? You know, we don't. We don't put any milk because I think, was it you? I think you have told somebody, I remember reading that yeah. putting milk in it actually helps to get, it gets rid of some of the amazing properties of tea. So I don't put milk in it. But if you're it telling does. me otherwise, I'm open to doing it. No, I, I no, it does reduce some of the antioxidant properties. It does bind with the antioxidants. The only fun thing I love to say is when you have our pumpkin or our salted caramel, they're such beautiful, uh, bold black teas with this flavor that it is kind of fun every once in a while to oh, put a little bit of okay. milk and sweetener because it just it makes it like a, a pumpkin pie or the salted mm-hmm. caramel becomes like a piece of caramel candy without oh, really yummy. any calories. So they're really fun products and they're doing very, very well for us. That's amazing. You know what I do put in it is I use a product called a Zyla. It's um, a Xylitol. I love so Zyla. I don't actually put in... It's so good. So I don't use the sugars, but we'll use Xyla. And my kids, they can't tell the difference. It tastes exactly the same as sugar. So I do sweeten their teas, and they do love it. So that's a great tip. I'm going to try that, Cindy. That sounds amazing. Yeah, well, and also I think it's good that they get used to not having much in it at all. I mean, I grew up, obviously, on Constant Comet. My grandmother created it. It's my mother and father's favorite. So I was always having Constant Comet. But following sort of the British, we happen to like our black tea with a little bit of milk and sweetener. So I kind of grew up on that. That's why I tend to do that still to this day. Oh, yeah. When you grow up a certain way, it's easy to to keep doing that. But I thought it was interesting what you brought up, Andrea, about the antioxidants. And, you know, the thing is, you have so many different types. And right now we've been talking about the seasonal teas. You've got egg noggin 
I love that. Ginger snappish. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so cute. Now, so these are just for like the, the winter season and then it's, are you, do you bring anything in for the spring or is this just, I mean, these just make so much sense when it's cold out. Well, first of all, you know, Bigelow, um, my family, we're really in the hot tea business. So we're really tea bag people because we love that fresh brewed flavor. Uh, and the sales in the winter are three times that in the summertime. So it wow. is sort of a, a cold yeah. beverage kind of of company, but uh, I will say that come the spring, um, we have, well, first of all, come February, we have Valentine's Day, and come March, we have Valentine's Day teas, and then come March, we have Girl Scout cookie teas, which are also so fun, and we always try to, when we have... Oh, that's great. Isn't that great? But we always try to offer one herbal and one black tea base. So for our seasonal teas, we try to offer something who wants no caffeine, and then those who actually love caffeine and have no problem with it. Uh, so they do change as the season moves on, and then in the summer, a lot of our iced teas and herbal teas also become very, very popular. But people like to take those same flavorful teas and turn them into iced teas, which is a great thing. And, you know, you can do that with one tea bag. put a little boiling water on it, steep it five minutes, put it over ice, and boom, instant iced tea on any flavor you like. You know, I do that at home, Cindy, and it's such a great tip because for my kids, they want me to buy, you know, they want me to buy certain things that are fla- that have a lot of sugar in it. So what I do is I buy, I make your tea, I steep, even on the on, during the holidays, I had a bunch of people here and I bought this huge, big jug. It was like a glass jar from Bed Bath & Beyond and you could keep it on your counter and your kids can just go serve themselves. And I made several pitches of, of your pumpkin spice and I put it there and I sweetened it and... I put ice cubes in it, and it was amazing. And it's such a great way for kids to, or such a good thing for kids to drink and not have to get a ton of sugar. Or like you said, you don't have to put any sugar in it at all. And they get a nice cool drink. Because my kids do like iced tea, so that, that was just something that I did. It was a homemade brew that we used your tea to do. Easy. And I think so as you do. guys know, I mean, yeah. especially in the business you guys are in, the more young ones are exposed to good tasting products that are also good for you, their taste buds, and as they mature, they gravitate more in that direction. So to try to avoid any of those beverages that we know are really not filled with antioxidants that we know we want our kids to have. So it's such a smart thing to get them used to early on. I agree. Absolutely. All right. So Cindy, this is what I'd love you to do. I'd love you to give our listeners a tip because I'm a huge tea lover, as you know, and Lisa's a huge tea lover, as you know. What are some tips in terms of brewing tea properly that you can give our listeners if they want to know how to brew the perfect cup of tea? Well, I... I, I could sort of say tongue-in-cheek, to start to make the perfect cup of tea, you have to start with Bigelow tea. But exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say that you can start with any tea. I just pray that you use Bigelow tea. You have to always start with cold, aerated water. And what does that mean? It can't be water that's been in a kettle. And I know that's very – actually, that's a very hard rule to break because you already have in the kettle. You just turn the kettle on. But that water has already lost a lot of its air, and it's those air bubbles that help unfurl the tea leaf, which is where you're going to get your flavor and all your wonderful, wonderful properties. So you always start with cold, aerated water, right out of the tap. If you want to use bottled water, it's really good to shake it up. You need the air bubbles in it. And then as soon as it starts to come to a a boil, right before a boil, you do green tea. But as it just starts to boil, that's for black tea. But either way, you don't want it to come to a rolling boil for green that's too harsh on the green tea leaves and you don't want it to boil too long because you lose too much air for black tea then you can pour it over your tea bag of choice or loose tea you're going to put a lid on it you're going to steep it for whatever you want two four to five minutes depending on your preference and then you remove it and you have that perfect cup of tea okay so apparently i've been doing it wrong all these years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I just, 
I just put the kettle on, right? And then I just put the tea bag in the cup and I pour it in. So, I mean, let's say I, if, I mean, I hope, I assume I've gotten some benefits all these years doing that, but I will oh, do sure. it the right way now. <laughs> Absolutely. I always say the tea police, they're not going to chase you down. They're really not looking for you. <laughs> Any way you have tea is good in my book, and my grandmother and parents would agree. That is hilarious. Okay. So, and then Cindy, what about for herbal tea? Because I'm not a big caffeine drinker myself. I mean, I'll have yeah, some too. green tea once in a while, but I like herbal tea. So, what about what about where's the water supposed to be in that for brewing? Same thing. It's absolutely okay at a boil, um, for sure. I'm a huge herbal tea fan. Actually, my favorite is our cozy chamomile. It is a beautiful, sweet, sweet mm-hmm. flower taste. I love how delicious it is. Same thing. It should be cold. Uh, starting it off, then you bring it to a broil, pour it over. I like to do four to five minutes for my herbal teas, and then you enjoy it. That's awesome. Cindy, always so much fun to have you on the show. And for everybody who's listening, please, when you're buying tea, buy Bigelow Tea. Their tea is outstanding. I'm Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis, and you can find more information about Bigelow at their website at BigelowTea.com and on Twitter at BigelowTea. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Grab yourself a warm, delicious cup of Bigelow Tea today. Stay well. Mm-hmm.